This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 450, Dramatic Differences Between a 6.5 and a 7 for IELTS Task 1. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll find out exactly what you need to include in your writing in order to make that leap from a 6.5 to a 7 on your next IELTS Task 1 essay. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS. With two new free episodes every week, you get advice on everything IELTS, from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Hey, Jessica, what's going on? <laughs> I'm just chuckling. Sometimes like if um, if it's been silent for a bit, like if you and I are like writing something or like just silent for a little bit, mm-hmm. like a couple minutes, and then all of a sudden I'm like, hello or whatever. Then mm-hmm. Ozzy's like, what? what's going on? And he gets like all worried. Oh, you're laughing. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Because oh. he just like ran out of the room. Anyway, <laughs> how, are, how are you, Lindsay? Well, I'm doing great. I'm busy preparing for our big Boston English adventure that's coming up. You know, I mean, we are recording this episode on August 8th. So that is coming up in about, you know, nine days. So I'm so looking forward to meeting our listeners in Boston. It's so exciting. And guys, I mean, I know, I know this is the IELTS podcast, but I cannot tell you how much fun it is. Like, uh, I mean, Lindsay has just massive amounts of tasks that she's doing. And like, I get the funnest parts, you guys. Like, I definitely come out ahead on the task side. Because like, just getting to like, be so creative about these activities and, oh, God. It's so much fun. It's so good. So if you guys have no idea what we're talking about, first of all, you should go over and and, and subscribe to the IELTS. Uh, sorry, no, you are already on the IELTS Energy Podcast. You, subs- you should subscribe to the All Ears English Podcast. So you'll also hear Jessica yes. on there once a week. You'll hear Michelle three days a week. And we are hosting the first Urban English Adventure here in Boston, where we've invited so eight lucky listeners who have gone through the interview process to come and spend the weekend with us, immersing themselves in the local culture here in Boston and speaking a lot of English. It's going to be so cool. And you guys, like, I, this is going to be amazing. And we're definitely going to be doing more of yes. these in the future, you guys. So yeah. this yeah. isn't a one-off thing. Right. Um, like Lindsay said, go, like, get that general English podcast. And I know from, from teaching a lot of students in our course that a lot of you guys are listening to that as well. Yeah. As we always say, right? It's a balance. So exactly. we, 
we have everything here. We have the the overall English improval, approval on. <laughs> good word, good word. On the um, on the all ears English side, and then the testing skills here. So yeah, yeah definitely exactly. check that out. Yeah, exactly. And if you guys are specifically interested in the trip, I mean, everyone should go to the podcast and subscribe. But if specifically you want to get on the list to hear about the next trip, which will probably be coming in October, you should go to allearsenglish.com forward slash Boston and just get your name. On on the list and then you'll be Perfect. one of the first to hear when it's time to submit your application awesome. <laughs> all right Perfect. all right cool all right so um we had a we had a really uh simple direct and useful question uh from a student in our course that i am certain some of you out there also have um Lindsay, what was the post from our student all right here's the question so he says hi jessica beck i'd like to know the difference between a 6.5 and a 7 on writing general training. Thanks. Very good. Okay. Good question. So, good direct question. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, easy to answer, guys. Like these are really, uh, really specific ways, really strategic ways you can aim to improve your communication for the score. So and guys, as a note here, um, the only difference between general training and academic is in the task achievement score. Okay, so most of today's advice is how to get that seven for academic as well. Okay, mm. so just if you're academic, don't don't tune out because we we said the word general like this this advice also applies to you um okay so guys you're graded on four categories right each category is of equal weight the first category is task achievement now the difference between a six six point five seven right so we're really talking about the difference between a six and a seven just to make this clearer um a six student um, is maybe gonna talk about every bullet point, but some bullet points will be more, uh, more covered than the others, right? Maybe, maybe the student only has one sentence about one of the bullet points, right? So a seven student, guys, a seven student has strong, clear, specific, creative, detailed, um, information about each bullet point and, um, has consistent tone. Mm. throughout the letter. So what do we mean by tone? Mm. Well, I think that the, the the are we talking about the formality? Like, are we talking in, exactly. a, in a formal way or a casual way to a friend? Exactly. So guys, if um, like a sick student might have some inconsistencies in tone, right? Maybe yeah. not all the words are formal, but a seventh student is really sort of nailing that consistency. Like it is obviously a formal letter or an informal letter throughout the response. So that's the difference between a six and a seven. Um, yeah. Cohesion, coherence. Again, guys, for the next three categories, these are exactly the same for general and academic. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so for cohesion coherence, you are, first of all, it's organized and it's easy to read, right? The, the reader never has to stop and go back to understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, but also linking words, guys. A sixth student is going to use mostly easy linking words like, um, firstly, secondly, for instance, whereas a seventh student is going to have some more interesting words. Like at the beginning of a paragraph, you're going to be like, regarding the blah, blah, blah. And then the second paragraph, like turning to the question of da, da, da. So that's really, um, organizing it in a much more higher level way, like noticeably. So that's the main difference. 
Hmm. That's so interesting. So don't, just to make sure for any of our listeners, we should have done this at the beginning, but in case you guys are wondering about the difference between the writing task one and the general and the uh, academic, Jessica, just real quick. So in the general, we're writing a letter, right? Exactly. So general is a letter, um, mm-hmm. either informal or formal. And um, the academic is usually about numbers, right? Describing go. graphs and such. Okay. And honestly, I think the academic task one is easier okay. <laughs> because you don't like you don't have to think you just like, mm. well, I mean, if you're in our course, you don't have to think because I tell you exactly what numbers to include and how to organize them. Like it's it's really a no brainer. Just like, here's the vocab you need. Here's what you put in your essay. Um, um, but for the general training letter, it's much more creative. You know, you have yeah. to be very inventive to do a really good letter. So, yeah, that's a big difference. Hello, lovely listeners. If you want the complete system of strategies to help you get that seven, that eight, that nine on writing task one, as well as all parts of the IELTS exam, check out the three keys IELTS success system. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, and then... For vocabulary, really what the examiner looks for is some ability to use interesting and idiomatic language. So a sixth student will be able to say everything they need to clearly, right? Like, I'm going to understand everything you're saying. There's, there just are not many interesting phrases. So a seven <laughs> student is showing some ability. Okay. It's, it doesn't take that much to hit a seven here, guys. Honestly, some ability, um, a couple idioms, maybe a phrasal verb, just <laughs> a few more impressive vocabulary items. That's a seven. Hmm. And so what would you say is the difference in terms of like the way that a 6.5 or a six student versus a seven general training student prepares, Jessica? Is there like one thing it can boil down to? Yeah, for sure. So that's a really good question. Um, that's a very good question, Lindsay. Thank you oh, for asking. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So like a six student is just a student, right? Like they have a textbook. They're like memorizing IELTS vocab lists, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. memorizing synonyms for, um, house or, um, mm. fluctuate, whatever. Mm. Um, whereas a seven student is seeking out native speaker resources and drawing, learning from those. Okay, so a seven student is going to be reading more articles in the newspaper, is going to be listening to native speaker podcasts, not just our podcast. Don't stop listening to us, but also (laughs) you need to read, you need to like expand your input to include native speaker stuff. Like that's how you start approaching a seven and higher. I love that. I love that. Such such a clear difference too in that kind of preparation. Wow. Right. And that's easy. Like, I, I feel like that is a very clear distinction. It's a very honest distinction. I mean, this is, it is honestly exactly <laughs> what is the difference between a six and a seven student? Mm-hmm. Um, and th- right. That's not hard. You guys can just write that down. Find a podcast today on NPR. I mean, yeah. it, you can do it. Um, okay. And then grammar guys. Ugh. Okay. A six and going from a six to a seven in grammar would take like a year honestly. So a six student has a variety of sentence structures and still quite a few mistakes. Not 
not like, you know, two mistakes in every sentence, not like that, but, you know, a couple sentences, a few sentences that are perfect, and then just like normal mistakes, subject-verb agreement, verb tense, articles, mistakes that everybody makes, but it doesn't prevent understanding. So that's a six. Um, and a seven has quite a few perfect sentences, and that's hard to reach, <laughs> It's hard to get at that. So our advice, you guys, don't waste your time trying to perfect your grammar. Um, improve these other categories because they're very real, manageable ways to improve quickly. Yeah. I love that. I think our course, in our course, we have a very smart approach to grammar. You know, we tell you what you need to do and it's not a ton. And we steer you in the other yeah. directions that are going to increase your score faster. So it's a really smart use of your time, guys, when you get into our course to just get ready for that, for that general exam. Love that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, or else we wouldn't be able to have the 30 day plan and the 60 day plan. If our, right. if our goal was to teach grammar, oh. you know, that's, I mean, God, I never want that to be my goal. Again. <laughs> I hate teaching grammar. It sucks so bad. Um, but that's not our goal. Our goal is to get you the highest scores on the IELTS exam, right? So that's why it's not, our study plans are not padded with, uh, grammar exercises. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> because it's a waste of time and it, you don't need them, right? You can see the students in our course are getting the sevens, the eights, the nines, and they're not doing grammar exercises, guys. They're just doing our course. You got it. Love that. So good. So smart. <laughs> so guys, you can see what kind of uh, performances our students are doing by going to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and just like, just skim it. Just like scroll down the page and look at all the eights and nines. I mean, it, like it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's really, it's really amazing. I mean, the evidence is stacking up here, guys. It's just very clear that it, it's your best choice. I mean, it's your best option. And having a study plan knowing exactly what to do every day. That's priceless because you'll spend more time with your family. You'll maximize the time you are spending on IELTS and you won't be able to have to spend as much as you think. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we've, it's been, um, we, we have phases. I feel like right now we're in a, a timing phase where this, it's just themes that pop up, right? Like yeah. fluctuating throughout our, um, podcast history. And right now there seem to be a lot of questions about like freaking out about the amount of time that you're supposed to spend studying. So guys, yeah. um, come back to the blog, ielts.allearsenglish.com and just search like hours a day and you're going to see some recent comments, some recent episodes about how much time you should dedicate to IELTS every day. Mm, so good. So good. Awesome. Good question. Thank you to our student. And again, this was a question by a student in our course in the Facebook group. And when you do join mm -hmm. us in the course, guys, the first thing you get to do is introduce yourself in the Facebook group. And at that point, you can mm -hmm. ask any question you want, right? You have your yeah, absolutely anything. <laughs> yeah. Ask us about our favorite breakfast foods. Yeah, you know, anything. Just anything. <laughs> 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 I'm not saying we'll answer them. I'm just saying, you know, just ask. <laughs> okay, but every IELTS question we do answer. Just there you so go. You, know. you got it. You got it. All right. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. So guys, go on over to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and just read the stories. There you go. Awesome. So and we'll see you in the group. Yeah. Sounds good, Jessica. Talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back, and this week we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Yeah.